Introducing Nucleus, the Wi-Fi home intercom with auto answer. Nucleus allows you to connect with the people you love, whether they're downstairs or across the country. Learn more at NucleusLife.com. You know that guy who enters an elevator and just doesn't turn around? So he's like facing everyone awkwardly? We're like that, but a video game podcast. We're the 3-Bit Gamer Show. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and download our show on iTunes and Google Play. Broadway Media Podcast Network. You know, I didn't get much sleep last night. I'm really tired, so I don't know what I'm going to say in this intro that will make any sense at all uh, as we uh, prepare to sit down and talk with um, an old friend of mine, really. Um, We're not close friends, but an old acquaintance of mine, Walter, who is a, a drag performer here in Salt Lake City, an actor and a drag performer here in Salt Lake City. And uh, also joining us was um, Gia. And we s- we sat at Carnegie Public House and uh, had some food and talked about what it means to do, to perform drag in, in well, in anywhere really, not just Salt Lake, what it means to perform drag and what it and and how it's different for various performers and all of that but i guess the thing i learned one of the amazing things i learned is what where the term drag comes from i thought that was pretty cool uh i won't i won't let you know in the intro here i was about to tell you now <laughs> so then you don't have to listen to the goddamn show that would be stupid listen to the show yeah so listen to the show the let's go eat show uh i want to thank everybody here at uh, uh carnegie public house uh, at the end of the uh, podcast, uh, after we uh, talk with Gia and Walter, stick around for a second, because we have a conversation with the chef uh, here, and he's a charming guy. Yeah. He's a charming uh, chef. He's uh, uh, from Zacatecas, Mexico, and uh, we ch- just talked a little bit about how he uh, does the the uh, menu and the food here yeah. at Carnegie Public House. Uh Try it. Check it out. It's a great place to come. It's uh, 3rd South, uh, that is Broadway and West Temple in the Peary Hotel. And I guess now, without further ado, here is uh, Walter and Gia, and we're talking about drag. Uh, and uh, what, we'll, we're just rolling now, right, Dylan, pretty much? Yeah, we're going. We're, we're, we're doing, doing this. We're doing it. This is the podcast. This is the Let's Go Eat show. And I am uh, honored to be sitting across from, um, I think, the first drag queen that I ever I ever really had a personal connection with. Let me put it that way. Uh, Walter. And Walter uh, was, and I had a little crush on Walter. So a, <laughs> oh, I'm impressed. A slight crush on Walter. when you, And uh, I remember you coming to our studio, Walter. Uh, in drag, and I had never—I don't think I'd ever seen you out of drag ever—and and you sang a, a song, and you came and sang it right to me. I probably did. It was maybe you made me love you or something of that. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. No. <laughs> I remember that. And then you—you you used to come by the old um, uh, X ninety six studios fairly often, as I recall. Yeah, and per- and perform on the radio and chat with us and so forth. And and um, and then recently, I've uh, made the acquaintance of uh, another drag queen, a younger generation drag queen here in Salt Lake City, 
Gia, and also sitting across from me, and uh, I didn't recognize you when you when you walked up. Perfect. That means I'm doing it right. Yeah. The illusion is complete. But uh, now, did you met? Have you met Gia uh, as a as a drag queen, Dylan? Yeah, d- uh, in the morning show. Yeah, I think very briefly yeah. once. So stunningly beautiful as Thank as you. a drag queen. And then, you, but you, now you look at uh, Gia as as a uh, young man who works here in Salt Lake City. Still stunningly beautiful, incredible, oh, handsome, a handsome young man. Thank you. Appreciate um, that. So uh, now we're going to talk about drag. Thanks, mom and dad. Drag. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Good genes. Uh, we're going to talk about drag, and we're going to talk about drag and what it is and what it isn't, and why people do it. And we're also going to have some food here at this. Uh, I guess we call it a new restaurant. Yeah. This is the grand opening. The day we're recording, this is the grand opening. Oh. Of uh, Carnegie's uh, here, it's the, it's the Carnegie oh. Public House, and uh, it's it's kind of that's that's why it's noisy because people are excited about Very the grand excited. opening. They are. Yeah. There's uh, balloons and stuff. I love it. Yeah, there are balloons, and uh, it's the grand opening now. Uh, Carnegie is open for breakfast and lunch and dinner. Uh, I'm doing a little kind of commercial for them here while we're sitting here at the table, uh, and uh, uh, so there's a breakfast menu. Plus, they have a full bar. Which I think so, and if if you if I, I you're, you have to go back to work, I know. Unfortunately, but, yeah. yeah. But but Walter, if I'm you, off. If you want to get <laughs> if you want to get tanked, I don't give a shit. Well, <laughs> I, wondering that's my limit. Is that your limit? That's my limit. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 liable to let yourself go if you have more than right. one. Thank you, ever so. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so we're gonna have uh, from the lunch menu, and uh, uh, we've got. Uh, uh, should we do our um, our? Let's do our orders when the waiter comes, and we'll do it on. Um, yeah. Well, it wouldn't do any good microphone. to do them before the waiter gets here. <laughs> well, that's true. I was just going to discuss what we were all going to have before. We'll, we'll do that later. We'll, we'll do that later. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, gr- uh, great to be here and great to be sitting across from these two gentlemen. And then let's just talk about drag. Let's. Um, uh, Gia, um, where, why, and how did you get into being a beautiful woman when you're not being a man? So I am a product of the RuPaul's Drag Race generation. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race is a show. We're now in our ninth season. And we, I was sitting at home one night watching it with my partner. And he just turns to me and says, you know, he's like, I think you'd be really good at drag. And I said, no, I'm not a drag queen. Like, that's just not something that's ever interested me. And, um, you know, so what the hell? I'll give it a shot. I'll try, I'll try anything once, twice if I like it. <laughs> and um, so... We ended up getting dressed up for Halloween as a as a couple of ours. So I got dressed up as as the female, and yeah. he dressed up as as her as her boyfriend, and um, that's kind of how it all started. I was I was, a, I was the Halloween queen, and then <clears throat> as I, you know, got more involved with the with the scene and the community and learned more about the art form, is when I really started to grow. You're fine. Come on over. Come on uh, over. Our waiter's here, so we're going to order a little bit of food, and don't be, don't ever feel bad about interrupting us. Okay? All right. He's going gonna to go grab a pen and All come right. back and take our order. So so you, um, was it magic the first time you, you like, and what was it about it? Was it the clothing? Was it the makeup? Was it the whole, I mean, was there some, one aspect of it that you went, oh, I like that. The very first time that I got oh, in... never mind. Oh, oh wait. Okay. Hold that answer. I shall. We're, we're going to order our lunch. <laughs> okay. What's your name, by the way? My name is Silver. Oh, S- Silva? Silver. Like Silver. 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 All right. Silver. Hi, K- Silver. Uh, now we're going to... Uh, it's been pretty busy today, huh? Very busy. I have not had a day this busy in five years of serving. 
Uh, five years, but you haven't been serving here for five years. No, no, no. I've only been serving here for two weeks, and they throw me into this. Well, we'll try and make it easy on you. Okay, okay? good. All right. Uh, let's see. Well, I already forgot what the hell I'm going to have. Walter, what are you going to have? I think I'll have the uh, uh, French tip. The French Thank tip. Thank you. Yourself. All right. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong there. Yeah. And for you, sir. I'm going to have, can I have a half cob salad? All right, the half cob. And then what dressing would you like? Uh, the cob dressing. Oh. It's usually blue cheese, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, right. Go for the blue, blue cheese. cheese. Yeah. Okay. Blue cheese. And, and uh, can I have, and I'll try your French fries as well. All right, the fries. Do you want to have our awesome sauce, exactly what it's called? I'm always, I always want awesome sauce. All right, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, G, have you decided? I have. I'm going to get down with that chicken pesto pizza. Yes, you are. Okay. <laughs> I think silver approves. Yes, I, I do. Uh, uh, and then Dylan? What? A plain burger, plain no, burger. Cheese. Right. no cheese, no cheese, no, no. Just he wants meat and bread. That means plain. Yeah. Dipping yeah. sauce. Dipping sauce. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome sauce. I want, like some awesome sauce awesome and some sauce. ketchup. Does my sandwich come with uh, fries? Oh yeah, sure does. Thank you, everyone. Salad. Thank you. Oh no, I'll do fries. That'll be fine. Did we want to order awesome a sauce. drink, Walter? Do you? They have a full bar. I like Walter. a beer. I'd like a Stella. I'd like a vodka, like a bottle with a straw. Okay. You want a drink? What kind of drink would you like, Walter? You can have one. You have Malibu rum? Malibu rum, I sure do. Okay. Would you put that in some uh, mixed fruit juices, please? Mm-hmm. Thank you ever so. Is it, there's a name for that, isn't there? <laughs> I don't know. I think there is. <laughs> it's a Walter. It's the drink. Walter. It's called the Caribbean headache. <laughs> oh, no. Is it? <laughs> it sounds like fun. <laughs> I don't get headaches, so it's good. Silver, fun. thank you very much. And and just bring, when you're, just don't don't worry about interrupting us. Just bring it over. All right. Thank you. So, uh, so, th- so there it is. Silver, the waiter here at the Carnegie Public House, uh, the uh, grand opening of this uh, restaurant in the Peary Hotel. So, mm-hmm. back to what was yes. it? That, that when you put on that drag, what was it that did it for you? It was the reaction. It was when I walked in to um, a bar that I had frequented for a long time, and nobody recognized me. And then once they found out who was under all the makeup and the wig and the, and the whatever, the reaction is what got me like, okay, this is, this is exciting. This is cool. This is different. It's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that was it. That, that's, you know, it took that one time, just changed my, changed my opinion of... of drag and you know what i thought it meant and then like i said as i learned more about the art form and i really came to appreciate the the performance aspect and you know mm-hmm. but that, that that's how that was the that was the match that lit the flame we'll we'll talk about what drag is and means because it's kind of i think it's probably different for different people that mm-hmm. do it and and for to people who watch it sure uh but let's let's go to walter now uh okay. walter uh, uh salt lake city uh boy Yes. Yeah. Born and raised. Yeah. Or well, reared, whichever you want to, <laughs> whichever I you say, prefer. Well, I. It, it depends on what you like. Walter. Exactly. I say raised. <laughs> raised. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I. Uh, not to not to one up anybody here, but RuPaul came to Salt Lake about twenty five years ago and performed at a bar here before he was real famous, mm-hmm. and I got on stage and was one of his backup dancers. Which for, bar was that? Uh, it was called Bricks at the time. Oh, yeah, I remember Bricks. And yeah. now it's called Sound? Yeah. Yes. yes. I think so, yeah. Yes. And uh, so I, I was a, a backup dancer for RuPaul, and, and I certainly appreciate what he's, she's done for the... Uh, so RuPaul just uh, has always seemed to me to be an exceptionally nice human being. Was RuPaul nice when you worked with him briefly back then? It was about a bit... 
three, four minute job is all I had. So you we didn't never have really much met. Yeah, yeah, we never really had an interaction I with him. I also thought it was really fascinating that RuPaul only recently, I think, got married to, to his longtime partner. But yeah. yeah, almost but, 30 years, I think, they were together. Yeah, and they, then they just recently got married. So, Wonderful. Walter, a uh, young boy growing up in Salt Lake City, uh, yes. a Mormon boy? I was. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And uh, how is it that you got into drag? Through what what avenue? Uh, through, I, I was an actor. I wanted to be an actor, you know, and so mm-hmm. I was on stage. And about four or five years after, you know, my first stage job, I uh, got cast in La Caja Faux. Here in Salt Lake? Here in Salt Lake. What, what theater the was Salt Lake Acting Company. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's part of the show, drag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there's... Uh, there's a fascination about being in makeup, mm-hmm. as Gia said. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then uh, got involved in the Royal Court yeah, here now, in Salt Lake. Now, you guys were, uh, the, the Royal Court, uh, when you, uh, Gia and I were emailing back and forth, says, oh, I just saw uh, Walter at the Royal Court. Explain to people, you guys, if, uh, if, if, you, if you would, what that is. The Royal Court is uh, 42 years old. Here, the, the oldest uh, gay organization in uh, Utah, mm-hmm. and uh, we uh, raise money for different organizations, different funds, mm-hmm. the uh, AIDS fund, mm-hmm. the cancer uh, scholarship, um, uh, young adults. Mm-hmm. Anyone, anyone that is maybe in need of money can come to the royal court and ask for uh, help. With, and with you money. have regular uh, meetings. We have we have uh, two meetings a month mm-hmm. about for the court. Um, we also have there's shows throughout the month. Shows, shows, drag shows. Oh, and different events. We have uh, barbecues. They're not all drag related, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> but it is, but like a drag barbecue. That would a be drag barbecue. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, we recently had a scavenger hunt in Sugar House Park where we mm-hmm. helped raise money mm-hmm. for one of the uh, funds. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, uh, 42 years it's been going, and it's still doing a very good job. We, have you been people. with them for the, all of that time? I or? have been a member for about uh, 30 years now. Mm. So, you, so you, And you also said, you, if you don't mind yes. mentioning it, you're, you're a member of another org, uh, group. What, what do you call yourselves? Well, they call themselves the Radical Fairies, <laughs> but I call them the, the Sacred Fairies because <laughs> it was a new awakening for me, a new, a new, a new life. <laughs> yes. Um, but now where do we want to go with all of this? But so you started, you were an actor, uh, just being just regular st- stage productions uh-huh. here in Salt Lake, and, um, and, and you probably go back to the days of Theater 138 even. Yes, I saw, I was... Mm, I was Ten shows at Theater One Thirty Eight before they closed down. Yeah, it saw some wonderful things. Sweeney Tom, Todd, Tom Carlin, yes, Tom Carlin. Yeah, yeah. That was a, people didn't don't remember. Not Gia, you're probably too young to remember. Those are really at that time. I mean, there's a vibrant theater scene now in Salt Lake, but that was uh, Theater One Thirty Eight was. They did some radical. It was stuff. very progressive yeah. for its time. Yes, they, didn't they do hair or they tried to do hair? As I recall, I don't. I didn't see hair there, but I have seen hair in Salt Lake. Mm. But, uh, so, um, so, but then when you did the La Caja Faux, uh-huh. did you continue to do uh, other kinds of acting, or did you just sort of go into drag? Oh, no, I kept doing other acting, yeah. um, but drag was, uh, you know, a, a sideline for me. Not a sideline, because I, I made money off of it. I, you know, uh, one New Year's Eve, I was hired by Delta Airline 
to do their uh, party down at the Salt Palace. Yeah. And I went as Joan Rivers, <laughs> and I emceed uh, as Joan Rivers, and, uh, you know, got paid well for it. Uh, so no, so you can make good, good money doing it. So there's, a, so there's different kinds of drag, then, isn't there? There is. There's, yeah. uh, and, I, you got, and I'm going to ask really dumb questions. That's what I was just going to say. We... Before we get too far into it, we need to go down the list of dumb, straight, white guy questions okay. that you guys probably know. You could yeah. tell us the dumb questions we're going to ask. Well, sure. But, uh, but so, so there's, the, there's the impressionists. That's a form of drag where they – I know the big, some of the big shows in San Francisco. I went to one years ago where it was just uh, act after act after act of, you know, there was a – you know, Diana Ross and, and uh, Donna Summer at that time, and, and it was all guys doing these – and then lip-syncing to the, to the music. Mm -hmm. Now, so that, that's one kind of drag? Well, drag goes back to uh, Shakespeare days. D-R-A-G, dress resembling a girl. Son of a bitch. Dress resembling right. yeah. a girl. Because back in, back in the day, all the parts were played by men. Yeah. So when they were assigned to a female part, that was the that was the acronym that they that they were assigned to get stage ready. Why, yes. why in the hell did I never know that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow. And uh, the earliest drag I can find here in uh, Salt Lake Valley was that uh, Brigham Young had a son mm -hmm. that was a drag drag queen or cross dress or whatever you want to mm -hmm. whatever word is. What is the difference? Uh, is, there, what, the, well, there's a there, difference. Is a, there might be a difference. Yes. I, I, so, uh, the, the way I see it is that a drag queen is someone who um, exists and lives on stage, whereas like a crossdresser might do might you know, identify as such because of like personal reasons. Like they may identify as a woman, or they might just enjoy the, um, you know, the feeling of being in women's clothing. Or you may not know it, but your boss at work may be wearing women's underpants. Correct, under sure. his suit. Yeah, right. And yes. that would be crossdressing. Yes. In its in a in a very a little, minor a little way. slice yeah. of it, I, yeah. I would think. Yeah. So, so are and uh, are so there then there's tra uh, transvestites who now, wear okay. women clothes, but okay. that's for sexual reasons, I believe. I, I, I would I would think that would be correct. Yeah. 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 So it, um, everyone has their own interpretation of why right. they do okay. it themselves, and I can't answer for anybody except for me. Mm. You know, I don't do it for. a... A sexual turn-on. I don't put on those tight pantyhose and pad up my hips. That, for seems, like kind a, of. that seems like a real pain. To it have it to is a lot it. of work, yeah. and uh, it takes some people two, three hours to get ready for the evening. So there's nothing sexual about it, as far as you're concerned. It's it's the way you like to perform. It is one of my ways of performing. Yeah. Correct. A way yes. of I've, I've gone from Mottle the tailor and fiddle around the roof to uh, za, you know, um, to Lacage uh, Lacage You know, so. Yeah. Now, so how, Gia, how about you? And, yeah. and, uh, and I don't want if you if I say ask you anything too personal, please let me know. But oh. is it is it is there a, a sexual element of it, or it's just performing? Not at all. Not at all. Gia just exists on stage at events. I don't take her to bed. I don't like. I mean, <laughs> getting in drag is a lot of fun, but getting out of drag is even more fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Because like like Walter said, it doesn't it doesn't feel good. I mean, like mm. you know when you got all your genitals tucked back and your your hips on like it, it hurts it's not comfortable mm -hmm. so for me it's just she, she's just my creation yeah. she is just something that i create and it takes you how long to, you told you've told me this but tell the audience how long does it take you to do that my transformation is a is a, a safe is three hours if, if i'm uh, in a rush i can get done in two and a half to two but i like if, if i know i have to be somewhere i like to give myself two, three hours so two hours for makeup and then another hour for the hair, the body pads, the costume, 
the jewelry. So it's it is a it's a labor of love. And Walter, sure. you're even you're surprised by that. Like, well, there was a time that it would take me you know two three hours, but uh, when I was working in uh, uh, Palm Springs and also in in Tahoe, I would uh, close the first show with uh, coming out as a in full drag, sitting down at a makeup table and taking the makeup off, taking the wig off, and. And exposing myself as a man and ending in a suit. Most part of the show. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. yes. And then I would uh, have 45 minutes to get ready for the second show. So I got it down to 28 minutes. Oh, was man. the fastest I ever got ready once. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so it's, um, uh, part of it is uh, also you really want to create the illusion so that uh, hopefully somebody does not know that you're, you're a guy. Um, or yeah, is there an element what? of it that it's kind of exciting if they know you're right? I'm kind of in on the joke. So I'm, I, you know, I, I don't try, my goal is not to fool anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very upfront and, you know, people say, oh, are you, are you a man under there? I'm like, yeah, I yeah, am. Yes. Um, so no, my, my goal is, is not to fool anybody, but some people, you know, I, I, that's a very high compliment. You know, like, like earlier when you said, mm-hmm. I wouldn't recognize you, then that's yeah. exactly what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. But I think like Gia, you know, for example, like my styling is very draggy you know mm-hmm. it's he- like i don't go out i tell people i don't go out dressed like a woman i dress like a drag queen you know where so yeah let's talk about that difference yeah what is the difference between it's a, and that's fascinating uh, so you you want people to know i'm a guy in drag if, if they ask i tell them I, I don't make a point to tell them either way yeah. r- 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 you know because a lot of people especially with the beauties on broadway the show that we have at club 50 west um a, for a lot of people it's their first drag show so you know, I like to leave the slate clean for them to kind of sketch out their own interpretation mm-hmm. and their own vision of, of you know, w- what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I think and that's the magic of, of, of drag is mm-hmm. it means something different to everybody. And, it can, you know, everyone digests it differently. And, Walter, you, I, I, the way you were describing the show that you did at Tahoe and in uh-huh. Palm Beach, there was an element there of people being like, wait a minute, that's a guy? When you got, got down to your uh, suit? Yes. Uh, at the beginning, you want them to think that maybe they are seeing women. Mm-hmm. And then you let them know that throughout the show that we are all men. Mm-hmm. Everyone on stage. Mm-hmm. Down to the, MC, you know, the MC and the, the uh, Tina Turner and the <laughs> Diana Ross mm-hmm. and the Michael Jackson. You know, <laughs> we're yeah. all men. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, there was a question about Michael yes, Jackson. Was we still have Scott. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, it's all in fun. You know, and, and if we offend someone, I apologize for that because we're not we're not meaning to offend. It's um, um it really is uh, something that. Uh, okay, let me ask you this: uh, Are always, and it's probably there's never an always, but are drag people men who perform in drag? And we to talk about women who perform in drag too, because it, hap- it There are women who do it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But but men who perform in drag, are, are are they necessarily gay? Not always. Not always, but mostly, or I, th- I think it's I think yeah. Oh, cool drinks are here. Well, uh, uh, oh, that's what it is. That's your uh, Hawaiian uh, rum and, and fruit drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll go and for what's it. it called, Silver? It's called a purple nurple. So. A, a purple nurple. Okay, well, we're going to try something new today. All right. <laughs> uh, so so uh, anyway. Um, uh, are there some uh, straight p- drag performers? I have never met one myself. 
<laughs> they're Not me either. I think I think they're like, they're like unicorns. They're no, rare beasts. Yeah, they're, they're very. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I think I think drag is usually associated as a a queer art form. Mm-hmm. But so, you know, uh, who's to say that uh, you know you we'll, we'll have to get you dolled up one day. Well, well so that's what I'm just about had, to ask you. I have so. performed. I have performed. Uh, as uh, in drag before, because I'm an actor. My background is acting. Right. However, there are men that have performed in La Cage Faux that would be sure. straight, straight yeah. that are per- on stage performing in drag, but that doesn't make them a drag queen. Yeah, that's it's a kind of a different. That's a st- that's a stage play right. which features a drag queen. Right. Yes. Uh, but it, it but it's not drag. It's not a drag show. Correct. Correct. That's a really. I was just thinking of Hank Azaria in that in the in the movie. He was really good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no. um, so um, let's talk about the aspect then of. Um, well, so let's talk about women who do do you, now in you, the drag brunch that you guys do. You don't mind me saying you guys, do you? No, 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 no. <laughs> please. Well, okay, another tangent. Uh, <laughs> well, because you are guys. Dumb straight white guy question. Yeah. When, when is it? Him, her, me. Either yep. or is acceptable for me. I, mm-hmm. It doesn't offend me. Likewise, mm-hmm. okay. I, I, I think doing drag, you know, I don't, I can't get offended by by gender roles. You know, I, okay. like I said, I'm in on the joke. So, you know, hanging out with my drag sisters, you know, outside of makeup, we, we it's, you know, she, they, they always call me Gia, or mm-hmm. it's like, hey, girl, or mm-hmm. she, you know. So, mm-hmm. the pronoun thing, I, I could carry, I could carry the uh, way. Well, and that could not care, and that really is because it it doesn't have anything to do with transsexualism. And people who are transsexual then become, and I, and I understand that they be maybe become sensitive about pronouns, sure, as of to how to refer right. to them. But this right. has this has nothing to do with that. This is just an art form. It can. I mean, I know I know lots of lots of um, people who identify as trans come to discover that within themselves through drag. A lot of times, drag is the vehicle that you know. Mm-hmm kind of makes it okay for them to let that female persona out. And then in doing so, they learn that they are, you know, a trans person. Yeah. You know, that's interesting to me, too. And I, I know we're all over the place here, but I, I thought that's, I, all right. I, that's yeah. kind of it's interesting to me that, um, you know, and I've had gay friends over the years and, and I, I came to realize at some point, not immediately, but uh, the male gay friends that I've had, uh, they say, no, you, you don't understand. I I don't. I'm not. A, I'm a guy. I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. I, it's not like I want to be a woman. I'm. I'm not that. I'm. I'm a guy. Sure. I do. I'm a. I'm a male, and I do male things, and that's. But I just happen to be homosexual. That's. Sure. You know, and I, I, that's, yeah. that's. I think that's a realization that a lot of people don't don't get or have or. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I think a lot of people assume the same thing about drag queens. They think, oh, you know, you you must want to be a woman, mm-hmm. and that's not the yeah. case at all. Yeah, couldn't. Yeah, I not, never, not never in my life have I ever wanted to be a woman. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a man, mm-hmm. right? You know, and some some people would not consider me a man because of what I do on stage, but I don't dress that way when I'm home dusting. You know, you don't. Well, do you? Oh, come on, Walter! <laughs> I have broken right, in, once I have, in a while. Once I have in a broken while. in a pair of heels behind a yes. vacuum cleaner, but that's about as. And that's about as. Yes, do it when you're when you're mowing the lawn. You can aerate at the same time. Absolutely, <laughs> double duty. Uh, so, most people who come to uh, drag shows are, uh, it, it, it's uh, probably in large part a straight audience who comes uh, to a drag show. And uh, and has a good time. And are they pretty much always respectful? Do they understand what's going on mostly? 
I would say most of the time, yes. No. Yes. Only once have I ever had a, a, a situation where somebody in the audience uh, tried to grope me. Mm. And it was a matter of, you know, very sternly saying, let go mm-hmm. immediately, you yeah. know. But, yeah. But mostly it's, it's people there, and they're just enjoying themselves, and they, and they appreciate the art of what you do. I would think so. They're yeah. wanting to have fun as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. yeah. We had to plug the, um, uh, the drag brunch a little more, too. Uh, it's, is it, uh, it's not every Sunday, is it? Uh, every, so it's typically the second and fourth Sunday of every month. So, yeah, minimum of two shows a month at, at uh, Club 50 West, mm-hmm. Beauties on Broadway is the name of our show. And, uh, and people who want to uh, find out more about it, uh, what's the website? I know there's a... It is club.50westslc.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or you can yeah. find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And is it uh, is it all uh, impersonators uh, doing? Uh, are you or do do you do original material as well? Yeah, no. I mean, we, uh, I, I leave that up to, to, describe to, my, a show. to my performers. Yeah, okay. describe a show. So the format that I've adopted that I think is best is is a, is a variety show. So we do have some you know more traditional drag queens that would recreate you know a select like do a celebrity impersonation. Um, I myself perform in drag, but it's not a, a literal replica of the artist I'm performing. It's, mm-hmm. it's my own, my own interpretation mm-hmm. of that song or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also brought on some live singers. So I, I have, we've got a live singer on cast mm-hmm. who gets in drag and sings live, which is mm-hmm. really, really cool. Yeah. We've got a, um, a burlesque dancer. So who does a fabulous job? She's very very popular with the with the straight men. You know, mm-hmm. a, little, a little something for everybody. Uh, so how, how how far down does she go? <laughs> you know what? Well, <laughs> you'll have to come and see the show to find that. <laughs> I do. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> uh, then there's another art form that's kind of. I, I think people understand a little more than they used to, but it was uh, you know well they're strippers. Burlesque dancers were not strippers. No, no, not at all. Yeah. No, no. She, she's very, she's very artful and um, just very polished in the way she approaches Fans her Fans or uh, feathers or all, all, all of the above. All yep, of the above. Yep. Yeah. Her, she just brought out a really cool ISIS wing cape for for the last show that we had, which is really cool. So mm. she's she's fantastic. How many performers do you have in the uh, uh, the diva show? Typically, we'll do. Um, so divas is, is the other is the other brunch. The, the Divas Brunch at Club Broadway. X. Oh. But we're, yeah, so we're, the beat is oh. on Broadway. I Beauty's like to Broadway. have um, six performers per show, and we do two sets. So that's a minimum of 12 numbers per show is, is pretty typical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, and then you get, and you get brunch. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And booze. Yeah. There's, there's mimosas and Bloody Marys and all the good mm-hmm. stuff. So. so what is a, a – so here's another probably um, a question that people are always curious about, and that is – how do your fa- what do your families always think about you and and did you have to hide this kind of activity from your families at certain points and uh, no I've never hid it from my family um, my parents have both seen me on stage mm-hmm. uh, doing my doing it yeah. and uh, they're very supportive of what I do yeah you know because well I, I I don't say this in any kind of conceited way but I think I'm very good at what I do mm-hmm. and my parents are very proud of that. Um, if I were a, a halfway, something you know, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, but it's it's nothing I've ever had to hide. And they've uh, they've been supportive and very just, much. Yeah, yes. yeah, I've had both my parents at shows, and yes. Now, and I know the answer, but please tell our audience, Gia, what your family is like about yeah, with this. Yeah, they're, they're they're fantastic. I grew up in a very very liberal, open minded household. I was very very blessed in that way. Um, growing up, I was always into theater mm-hmm. and fashion and makeup and that kind of thing. So drag just became a 
a fusion of all those things combined. And, you know, my mom comes, she hasn't missed a single Beauties on Broadway brunch, so I'm, I'm very lucky well, to have her. That's really yeah, sweet. Yeah, so she's always there front front row cheering on her, her boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, my, my family's very, very supportive. Mm-hmm. I'm very lucky. I didn't face any adversity from them at all. Mm-hmm. Home was always home. Salt Lake, it's, it's pretty interesting, isn't it, that Salt Lake has such a a thriving, uh, diverse, sexually diverse community, really. Yeah. You guys, either of you have any theories about why that is? Um, I've, got, I've got one. Go ahead. <laughs> what, what's I your just theory? think that, you know, there's so much oppression growing up. You know, I think there's so many people out there, whether they grow up in the LDS church or not, who are told to be a certain way, act a certain way. And then once they come into their own and grow up and enter adulthood and start to kind of find their own identity, they're able to explore these other avenues and mm-hmm. um, things like drag or gay culture or, you know, I mean, there's so many, so many, so much life out there to be lived. And so I think that that desire to just break free from that is what has contributed to a lot of that thriving subculture. Because, yeah, I mean, it, uh, and at one point, and I don't know if it's still true, but we had like the, the second largest gay pride uh, celebration and festival it is in very the country. large yes yeah, yeah. it's yeah. grown into something yeah, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's take a little break here we're at the carnegie public house uh, our uh, waiter silver is bringing the food and so we'll have some lunch here uh, take a little break and then we'll come back and talk a bit more uh, about drag hear about all walter's celebrity oh. encounters oh okay. yeah that'll be we're good we're gonna go through your picture book but yeah. we'll take a break we'll be right Thank back you. It's time for technology to give you more family time, not less. Introducing Nucleus, the Wi-Fi home intercom with auto answer. Call from room to room or home to home with no monthly fees. No more yelling up and downstairs and no more struggling to set up Skype calls with grandma and grandpa. Nucleus is available today at NucleusLife.com. Use code GOEAT to get a special discount. So uh, uh, we've just uh, had our lunch here uh, on the Let's Go Eat show. Isn't that a clever name? You see, we go out and eat, and we talk to people, so we just call it the Let's Go Eat show. How the hell did you come up with that? You know, I don't know. I racked my brains for <laughs> weeks. I, I, I believe in naming things uh, in an obvious way. Sure. Well, of course. Yeah. Like it's- the beauties on Broadway, because our show is on Broadway. It is, in fact, on Broadway, 50 West Broadway. Are you Broadway. all beautiful? Do you have to ask? <laughs> do Walter? Do you have to ask? Well, I've seen some of them. <laughs> that was vicious, wasn't it? Uh, is is there more? Uh, we're talking with uh, uh, drag queens Gia and Walter. Is that okay? Call you? I saw you kind of go. Well, maybe not. If 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 somebody needs to define me as a drag queen, I don't get offended by that. No. I consider myself an actor first, mm-hmm. and a drag queen down like. You know, number seven or eight. Seven or eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, the, is there uh, is there a lot of drag in Salt Lake? <laughs> there sure is. There There's is. There's a really? ton of it. Yeah. 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 Is it competitive? Um, you know, at times it can be. You know, there's only so many clubs and there's only so many spotlights and a lot of, a lot of, excuse me, a lot of um, hungry entertainers that want some of that. But, you know, I think that there's a place for everyone. 
Well, it, but it doesn't have to be competitive. You just have to go see Beauties on Broadway. There you go. And there's then the, there's no competition at all. Sure, <laughs> sure. Then yeah. you, you compete with each other. I haven't seen your show, and I apologize. That's fine. Yeah, but I will, I'll get there. Well, it's not fine. I mean, I'm well, less than thrilled, but we'll, we'll get you there <laughs> Did eventually. you ever see my show? <laughs> I wasn't born yet. <laughs> oh. Now, that was a, a, a read. That was a read. <laughs> and you have to learn how to write before you can read. Ooh, okay, all right. You heard it here first. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't get that interplay right there. Oh, that's drag queen talk. When you read somebody, you know, oh, I see, I get it now. Yes. Right, that was a read. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, so so there's a there's a lot of it. Oh it's yeah, it's competitive, uh, but you but you still all kind of get along at the end of the day. I think for the, yeah, for the most part, yeah. I mean, it's a. Uh, it's it's drag is cool, you know, and it's something that people want to share with their friends and family, and mm-hmm. you know, it's always nice to be around like-minded people that understand and appreciate what it is you do and the effort behind it. Because most people just see the, the you know, the diva on stage. The, the, you know, they're not super hip to the the transformation and the process and the mm-hmm. sacrifice. And you know, drag is drag is a very costly thing. You know, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, you spend a lot of money on. Costumes, I do. Yeah, and costumes, have, jewelry, sure. hair. costumes, makeup, yeah. wigs, yeah, all of it. Sure, thank yeah, you. please, thank you, Silver. Yes. Speaking of, you know, uh, adding to the uh, the drag queens in town, you know, that get along. There are there are drag queens, and then there are other. We ca- I call them drama queens, mm-hmm. and I don't really enjoy working with drama queens because they just cause trouble Mm -hmm. and i think they're out for themselves only and and drag is a sisterhood of friends and drama queens belong somewhere else (laughs) and that's my opinion Mm -hmm. and you know maybe somebody should put together a drama queens on (laughs) the show (laughs) and it'd just be a bunch of them sit around bitching about stuff right right. (laughs) (laughs) which is basically backstage at any drag show you'd go to but but yeah we save the one of my favorite rupaul sayings is that she's like i do sassy i don't do bitchy you know so you you can be a little you know you can get away with just like you know just that little interaction back and forth you know you you, you can get away with yeah that is, is acceptable to me but when you get into like being vindictive and you know when you're trying to like knock someone down or you're out to get someone that's where you know to walter's point like i don't have i don't have patience for those for those bitches right. mm-hmm. yeah. and and they are there oh there's, there's plenty are, of them yes. yeah yeah and we just right. let them be and, and try to they're love, there love them anyway yeah they're there uh-huh. <laughs> i feel bad for you dear right uh, <laughs> uh, uh the gay community in uh, salt lake uh is it uh is it tight in general or a friendly community for the most part? To I would say so. What do you think? I think it's very friendly, yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's much larger nowadays. You know, I've been out, what, 50 years of my life. Well, 40 years. Easier? Oh, I want easier now? I think it is easier now, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm very... Um, <sighs> the marriage equality has added a lot to it, mm-hmm. you know. It's not. It's not full of promiscuity. It's people want to find mm-hmm. a, a partner for life, which is very refreshing to me. Mm-hmm. It, it, there has been that image in the past of, you know, young gay men just out to get laid. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, a, and that does seem to have kind of changed. Is I, I, I probably uh, the AIDS epidemic had something to do with that. I would think, but 
is it is it uh, what is, what is what has caused that change of marriage equality is so? I I think both of them the AIDS epidemic and and marriage equality and then the younger generation has a different way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, you're part of it. Yeah. I'm not that generation. young, honey. Well, <laughs> you're younger but than yes. me. But you're, you're, you're settled in a, in a, f- a f- pretty committed relationship yeah. and settled down and yeah, been yeah. with a partner for a while. and mm-hmm. Over, yeah. God, almost seven years. We, yeah. We, so yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty committed. Yeah. Um, it, it's a, it's a, yeah, and I mean, I when I was, uh, I was in New York in the 70s and, you know, and uh, I, it was really not like that at all. It was just like... You know, you, you. I mean, I didn't frequent the places, but you would hear about the places that were just like a free for all every night for yeah. all night, and and there just doesn't seem to be a lot of that anymore. And I think, and I think that's great because, um, although they, you know, I some, I was reading something about gay culture in Europe, and they they say they don't understand uh, uh, the uh, the United States push to. Have marriage equality. This is what do we want to get? We don't want to get married. We're, we're you know, that's not what being gay in Europe is about. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's still the case, but something I read and uh, they said you know, they think it's bourgeois, right, you know, mm-hmm. to be married. That's no, we want to be single and have fun, right? Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about. Um, well, I think it's a good thing to lead into this email that I got, and I want to discuss this on the uh, radio show too. But we'll. Take it up here with the two of you on the Let's Go Eat show here at the Carnegie Public House. Uh, I, this just came to my email today, and it's a, it's a says Pride Festival question. And the Pride Festival is coming up here in the first weekend in mm-hmm. June. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, uh, Pride Parade is on June. I think it's June 4th is the Sunday that it is. And uh, uh, Radio from Hell, X96, we've been in that parade now for a number of years, but there, you know, there was a time when we uh, said to our management, uh, "We really should be in the Pride Parade," and they said, "No, no, 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 no. We cannot have the radio station associated with that kind of thing." I said, "You're crazy. You're crazy. We have a, a you know, a, a, a pretty substantial gay audience. Sure, um, they've got money. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, to be venal about it, they've got money." Uh, and uh, uh, but we should represent, and I think it took us two years or so to convince them, or three maybe. Wow! And I think we were the first radio station to be in Pride Parade. That's awesome. Ever, and then and now there are a lot of them. I think. Yeah. It, yes. I think even one a country station occasionally. Right. I think so. Well, it has changed yeah. since the first Gay Pride I went to. It was the second one here in Salt Lake, but it was at to Pioneer Park, and there were maybe seventy-five people there. Wow. Really? Yeah. So it's changed and it's grown. So in light of that, I get this email. Uh, I have, uh, I don't, I think, I, don't, I can't remember if he said I could use his name or not, so I won't. I have uninformed assumptions about the Pride Parade and Festival. I don't know anyone in my life to discuss this with, and I'm looking for a discussion. When I picture the parade, I imagine, it's never been, Hot guys in thongs dancing on top of floats. I also assume that since the LGB in LGBT regards one's sexuality, it would make sense that the festival is somewhat sexual in nature. As a family, we have visited a local mosque and a Hindu temple to broaden our views, and we're thinking about attending the Pride Festival, but I feel I don't want to take them, I get his family, mm-hmm. to a sexually toned festival, gay or straight. Question. 
Is the festival and parade a place to bring children? What age would be appropriate? Can you share your thoughts on this with nothing but love? Awesome. Awesome. Pretty interesting questions. That's phenomenal. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say absolutely not. It is not a sexually driven festival at all Mm -hmm. um there's a lot i mean every year i I feel i feel like i see more and more children Mm -hmm. young and they get younger and younger Mm -hmm. and i think that's such a sign of the times i'm so proud to be you know living in a time where i get to see that but no pride is pride is something that really is for everyone all ages um i think the the utah pride center does a really really good job about keeping it clean and accessible and family friendly um, so yeah, if, if you if you're looking for something sexual, you you can find it at Pride, just like you can find it anywhere in life. Sure. But but no, I think um, you know to whoever wrote in, I think that's awesome. I you know thank you for for reaching out and um, you know they're obviously conditioned to you know new ideas mm-hmm. and belief systems, which is great. So I yeah, I, I get I, the feeling this is a straight <laughs> this is a straight person and just wants to. You know, kind of expose his family to different ways of life. Right. That's so you know phenomenal. what's going on. Now, I would say that you will see some hot guys in thongs dancing on Oh, yeah. Clubs. No, there, there's, there, there's <laughs> well, going to be enough of, of that. Yeah. <laughs> but with the size of the festival getting to where it's at now, it's, it's very, very corporate a lot of times. You know, we get, like, you know, Amex usually has a float, um, Delta Airlines, mm-hmm. Wells Fargo, you know, so the, there's. The, the, the sheriff mm-hmm. is there, the police chief is there right. on the mm-hmm. float, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, no, it's, it's the, the parade, especially, is very family friendly yeah yeah and there are many uh gay people lesbians that have children of their own sure and they bring their children yeah so it is it is children friendly yeah i I, you know it's just uh i always have a great time there in the parade uh and then uh at the festival later on and all you so the festival after the parade at washington square Mm -hmm. and library square Mm mm-hmm for this person uh, and people listening to this podcast, uh, you really should know that it's um, they're, they're just bands. There, there are bands there, mm-hmm. not not bands singing about the gay stuff. It's just musicians uh, playing blues and playing uh, bluegrass and playing uh, rock and roll. Uh, there's food, it, and it's uh, and there are a lot of booths of people selling stuff and uh, things you can look at. And you can just wander around and be overwhelmed sometimes almost by the diversity that is in Salt Lake City. The diverse, gay, straight, um, just, I mean, the diversity is astonishing. Yeah. And it, it's all right there. Yes. And we, we welcome everyone. Yeah. Anyone can come out. Yeah. You know. uh, it's a it's a great it's a great time. So I would say to this person, I'm going to respond. I'll I'll send him an email and I'll talk about it on the uh, uh, radio from hell show as well. But it's something that everybody ought to, and and maybe you'll find that it's not for you. Sure, but you never know until you try. Yeah. There was a year. It's probably been about 15 years ago. I was emceeing Gay Pride, mm-hmm. and you know, and uh, to my amazement, my mother and my sister showed up. <laughs> I was like, wow, here they are. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and and now you really appreciated that. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So now, anyone can come. Now I want to talk, Walter. Uh, oh, yes. Kind of round this out here about all the famous people that you've met. Oh. <laughs> how many? How many? I mean, I have the feeling just looking at your your memory book, and I'm I'm going to steal that from you and maybe f- take some pictures of your pictures for our Facebook when we talk about it. But um, you've performed a lot of places. Uh, sure, I have. Yes, I uh, I went to Biloxi, Mississippi, for nine months. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> oh no, that'd be sorry. Uh, I, don't, well, I just don't. Have you ever been to Biloxi? I don't think I've ever been to Mississippi oh, at Mississippi, all. And I, yes. I didn't want to go. Well, it was an interesting drive. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. no, I um, I was there for nine months and uh, performing, what? performing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, worked uh, six nights a week, two shows at a, a night at a club. At the um, Imperial Palace. Oh. Wow. A 12-story hotel. Yeah. And, uh, on, you know, the... That's on, right on the, the Mississippi... Yes, right right yes. on the Mississippi Delta there. Right. Yeah. The, uh, the uh, casino is out in the middle of the uh, ocean. Yeah. Or in the in middle the of the river. river yeah. Sorry, yeah. you know, so that it was legal to gamble. Yeah. Because it's not on land. Mm-hmm. And then I spent four years in Lake Tahoe on the South Shore mm-hmm. at the uh, Horizon... Hotel. Now that must have been nice. It was fabulous. I, I uh, Kenny, um, sorry, Gypsy, who worked at uh, an evening at Lacage in Beverly Hills for like twenty five years, one of the best MCs I ever saw. Mm-hmm. I ended up working with for the last uh, eight years, mm. and uh, uh, Kenny Kerr, who was the longest running headliner in Las Vegas. Mm. I worked with Kenny for many years, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I met a young man, uh, Michael he, uh, Edward Moss is his name. He's a Michael Jackson impersonator, and he has traveled around the world doing Michael Jackson, mm. and uh, still very good friends with him mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it, it was a great experience getting to travel and meet these people. Uh, Kevin Nealon came mm-hmm. to see the show one night, oh. yeah, and uh, Tab Hunter. Came Tab in. Hunter. Tab Hunter, yes, oh, wow. the heartthrob, yes. man, lost in the dust, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> Well, and Damn Yankees. He was in Damn Yankees That's also. That's right. You know. Actually, one of my very favorite scenes in a movie is when he transforms from the old guy right, into, into the, Tab Hunter. Yes. And he's singing to his wife as he's... Goodbye, old good, girl. Goodbye, Good, old girl. Yes. So, you know, and uh, um, Stephanie Powers. Oh, uh, that was... One. Yeah, that was... Yes, yeah. Heart to Heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you know. So, I, you know, I've met a few, few people over the Carol years. Chani. Yes, of course, Carol Chani. Now, some of you don't know who she is, but if you look on the internet, you'll find me. <laughs> yes, I did, I did Hello, Dolly, over 6,000 performances all around this world. And, yes. and your signature song <laughs> is Diamonds Are a Girl. Diamonds, question. I don't mean rhinestones. <laughs> Diamonds are a girl's oh. best What was it about Carol Channing that just did it for you, Walter? Well, I guess because I could sort of do her voice. And I would do Carol live in the shows. Most most, uh, shows are done lip-syncing to their their music. But Carol, I always did live. Mm -hmm. And there was something about doing it live that really... Pulled me into it. Mm-hmm. Now you you, know. you you haven't performed a lot lately, or are you doing anything right now? Uh, I, I semi retired about eight years ago, yeah. and uh, you know, had some health problems, health health issues, mm-hmm. yeah. but all is well now. Good, good, healthy good. again. Yeah. Okay. And so I do fundraisers once in a while, mm-hmm. and uh, if somebody really wanted me, I <laughs> would do it for the right prize, <laughs> 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 or for the right well, let's say for the right benefit. Okay, you know, I, right. I, I don't need the money mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Gia, yes. Uh, uh, Beauty's on Broadway. Yes, sir. And uh, that's at least twice a month mm-hmm. at the Club at 50 West. Yep. And uh, it's on uh, on Sundays. And the best way to find out if you want to see that drag show is go to what website? It's club.50westslc.com for ticketing. Or you can find us on Facebook. We have a Beauty's on Broadway page. Um, you can find me directly at Gia Bianca Stevens. 
Gia Bion- I didn't realize that was your full name. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, she's a mouthful. I yep. just found out about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let that comment go. <laughs> Gia Bianca Stevens. That's uh-huh. lovely. Uh, it's uh, Yeah, Dylan, do you want to? Uh, I hope I'm not re-asking a question. How did you come up with that? Okay. So when I started drag... Kind you, of have that, you have that locked and loaded. You were excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of an evolution. So when I started drag, I... You know, I was already planning on being a big deal, so I, I was just. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all were. Okay. Okay. We all were. I know. Yes. I was just bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, yes. starry-eyed, the whole thing. So anyway, um, I started as just just Bianca because I was so cool. I only needed one name, right? And then I've always been a huge fan of Angelina Jolie, so I saw the movie Gia, which is the story oh, yeah. of the supermodel Gia Carangi, her life. Kind, that was, was kind of her first big thing. It was her breakout. Yeah, it was HBO, her breakout performance. I think did it, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, and it was. I mean, it was. It was a story that was. Just, it just really moved me, mm-hmm. and I think it's so pertinent to the gay community and the struggle. She was one of the first women to die of AIDS complications. Yeah. Um, so then I became Gia Bianca, and then um, after. Um, after my dad passed away, um, his first name was Steven and he was never able to come see me perform. We reconnected right before he passed. Um, and so I, I took Steven's as a last name and, and as a tribute to him so that he can be with me at, at every show that I do. Mm, so, that's sweet. so that's, the, yeah, that, that's, that's how all that came to be. Gia Bianca Yes. And we talked about this off mic before, but we didn't talk about it on the mic. And Walter. Yes. Just always. Walter. Always Walter. Always Walter. Except, Never. except. There was one exception. I went to uh, Texas for a pageant, <laughs> and they were interviewing me, and they asked me my name, and I told them Walter, and they said, no, your drag name. I said, it's always Walter. <laughs> they said, here in Texas, we take drag very seriously, and if, you, if we introduce you as Walter, you will be laughed off the stage. And I said, for you here in Texas, you may introduce me as Ethel Ethel. Mormon. <laughs> and that's the only time I've gone by that name. I didn't win the pageant, Aww. which is fine. Uh, but yeah, that, it's always Walter. Ethel Mormon. Is Ethel it, Mormon. That's, is it, that's pretty that's uncommon is it, to have a drag name that's a male name, isn't it? Uh, I, would, well, I would say See, a and I, that's, why, that's another reason I don't consider myself a drag queen number one is because drag queens have clever names yeah. that mean something or a, a mm-hmm. twist on something. There's one mm-hmm. here in town. In disguise. Oh yes. I yes. love the name, and yeah. I love. That's a nu- nice. I name. love her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, and, and uh, you can catch her with the beauties on Broadway. Yeah. Always oh, she in that show. Of course. Yes. 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 Yeah. And so you know, uh, as a well, I met Indy, didn't I? Big, she possibly. She's like nine hundred feet tall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She is very tall. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and so uh, uh, as an actor, I didn't feel like I ever needed a drag name. Uh, so, Ethel yes. Mormon is so great, but that it is, is so it is. good, and it's, it's so, so good, good for this for the area. Would I you let I somebody? Something, I wish I had some something. Maybe that'll I be my drag that. name. Can I? If I if I do drag, can I? You may use that. Oh, thank you. Of course, I give you permission. That name is too good. It has to continue. <laughs> now, Gia has said that uh, at some point we're going to do it, and uh, and I mean, you know, I've done. Uh, shows and I and, uh, and Halloween costumes and stuff where I uh, dressed as a woman, mm-hmm. but you know I'm not real successfully. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. I sure. just uh, like yeah. borrow my mom's bra and throw on some clothes. Did you do your own makeup? Yeah, and I can kind of. Well, I'm see, not. No, I'm not really good at. See, it. having someone else do your own makeup, you would feel much prettier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I I so so Gia at some point I think will do it and. 
And maybe I can even do a little cameo in the show somehow. That would be epic. Now, didn't you do mm-hmm. Enid Green once? That's right, I did. <laughs> I was a pregnant Enid Green in a Salt Lake acting company uh, cameo role. Yes, okay. Uh, and saying, I'm too sexy for my Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and I was about six years old, and my grandma brought me to see you. And it was traumatic. It was a traumatic experience. To see his dad come prancing out <laughs> on stage. Stripping to I'm Too Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> As a pregnant woman. But that, that was, uh, yeah, we did not do, uh, we really didn't bother to do any makeup, really. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, Just, with Enid Why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've met her in, uh, ret- in after that, I've met her uh-huh. a few times. Uh, she was, for those who don't know, a poli- was a politician of some prominence whose life fell apart. She was a congresswoman who, whose life fell apart here in Salt Lake. Uh, but she uh, she's she's in she's in great she's great now. I mean, personally, she's in a good place. Mm-hmm. Good. Got has another husband and a and ch- a child. And but uh, I I met her in, uh, on a political panel discussion that I was on, and I said, you know, I um I played you in the Salt Lake Acting Company as, and we were getting along, and and I played you as a Salt Lake Acting Company as a pregnant Indian lady. She went. Oh, that was you. Oh, she heard of it. <laughs> oh, and I said, yeah, and I, you know, it was just, and she said, oh, it's, uh, it's all right, my, you know, my that's my life, that's behind me now, and then, so, and we got along just fine. Great. Right? Yeah, I had actually kind of a little crush on her before I did that. Oh, so now I should be jealous. In a way, I, I had <laughs> she, uh, a crush on me and on David. <laughs> well, you know, I play the field. Well, of course. Um, I think we we got it. Uh, pleasure talking to both of you. Nice to be here. Thanks for lunch. Thank you, Everson. You're yes. welcome, Walter. I'm, uh, I'm going to ask uh, these guys for some pictures, maybe that you'd like to share with our audience, so we could uh, mm. put up you mm. uh, in drag. Sure. Yeah, I'll send Is you some. Okay? Of course. Yeah, you can email just email them over. And I do you email Walter? You know, I don't. I, I don't email. I'm not very yeah. technical. I'll take I'll savvy. take a, I'll take a couple photos of Walter's photos that he brought. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Uh, thank you to the Carnegie Public House. Really, try this place out. It's uh, it's under well, it's all new here. It's in the uh, uh, Peary Hotel on uh, uh, Broadway, uh, corner of Broadway. That is uh, uh, Third Third South and uh, West Temple. And uh, it's a it's a very nice restaurant here. Uh, they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, you ask for Silver to be your waiter. He's he's great. Uh, just pretty much anything you want. Pizza was really good. Yeah, pizza was great. Yeah, and your French dip sandwich was wonderful. Yeah. Yes, the French fries are delicious. Uh, and your drink. You haven't finished it. How's your nerpa, Walter? Yeah, no, I'm Sin. working on it. Did I, did I sound drunk? A little. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't get drunk anymore. Uh, that's in the, in the past. That's a no-no. That's, that's yeah. a no-no. All right. Okay. I'm walking. Uh, so anyway, thanks to everybody here. Uh, this was gr- uh, The food was great. Uh, silver was great. And uh, uh, that's it. It's uh, the Let's Go Eat show. I'm Bill Allred. Thanks, Dylan, for producing the show. And uh, remember, if you're pouring drinks, always make mine a double. May be grand, but it won't pay the rental on your humble flat Or help you at the automat Men grow cold as girls grow old And we all lose our charms in the end But square cut or pear shape These rocks don't lose their shape Diamonds are a girl's best friend in the middle Zuckerbeck of Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Is that where Copper Canyon is?
Copper Canyon, no. Copper Canyon is in Chihuahua, uh, like north of Mexico. I always wanted to go there to yeah. Copper Canyon. I I love. I just I I really like Mexico. If uh, if if there was, it's if, it is such an amazing place. You, you they have everything you need in Mexico. They have you can grow incredible crops all year round. Fishing. Mm-hmm. Minerals, yeah. I mean, it's a wealthy country, really. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, they don't have the best minds. Yeah, that's the problem. You know, every you everyone blames everyone, but to the time of thinking, like, what's the problem with us? What's the problem with the country? Mm. Nobody seems N- to be able to. No one has the answer. Yeah, and just fights. They're just fighting. That's weird, isn't yeah. it? You know, I, 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 a new uh, a new favorite. Uh, do you know Topo Chico? No. Mineral water. Uh-uh. Uh, it's from Monterey. Okay. The last time I was in Mexico, uh, I was in. I just went down the uh, Puerto Penasco uh-huh. uh, over the Arizona border, and I found this mineral water called Topo Chico, and it's and, and Mexican culture. Man, you guys drink a lot of bottled water. There's like a million different kinds of bottled water, but uh, mm. it's this mineral water that's uh, bottled in Monterey uh-huh. and has been since 1892 or something like that. And it was so good. And you can get it at Whole Foods. Oh, wow. That's Go crazy. check it out. It's called Topo Chico. Topo Chico. Which yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, like that. Little Mole. Little, mm-hmm. little Mole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I guess is because it comes from an underground spring. Right. Where a little mole lived. Anyway, uh, Neza, what's your last name? Prieto. Prieto, the mm-hmm. chef here at uh, Carnegie public house uh have you been the chef here very long uh no uh, maybe i will say four months just just since the kind of getting it going uh-huh. uh, the the retooling of the restaurant yes yeah um when people come here and we're uh in the uh, piri hotel on the uh, west side of the piri hotel uh it's third south broadway and uh, west temple uh what uh, so they come here let's say for breakfast and you open up at what time Six thirty. Do you have to be here at that time? Maybe twice a week. Yeah. Twice a week, I'm here at six in the morning. Okay. Yeah. So, what do they, what do you say you should have for breakfast? What's your if you say this is my signature as the chef? This is my signature for breakfast. I like the all American, which is just a classic American, um, or house breakfast potatoes, your choice of eggs and protein. Yeah. Which I love it. Yeah. And but my favorite one will be the huevos rancheros, Very well. which you know, yeah, beans, has, tortilla, eggs, yeah. and hot salsa and chorizo. Has, Nothing better than that. It's delicious. But I don't want to sound too Mexican. But that's my favorite one. <laughs> don't worry yeah. about sounding too Mexican. That can only be good. That can only be good. That can only be a good thing. We had a gr- we had great breakfast burritos from here this morning. Oh, they that's were, right. Uh, yeah. Sausage, egg. You sent them over to oh, our. No, I took them over. There. Yeah. You oh, did you? Up. You yeah. came over. Mm-hmm. I was in the studio, so I didn't mm-hmm. see you. Yeah. Oh, they were good. Yeah, really good. Uh, so uh, the the eggs in the burrito were really creamy, really rich. How, what do you do? Uh, we use, you know, we crack our own eggs, mm-hmm. are fresh. Uh, we add a little bit of butter, uh, fresh butter when we're cooking them. Mm-hmm. That's always add good. Add some butter and, yeah. you know, make them really creamy. Yeah. And the breakfast potatoes were excellent. Yeah. So, and uh, one thing that w- about the breakfast, the uh, sugared bacon. 
candy and bacon. Candy, candy bacon. bacon. Uh-huh. Now, do you do you do? Th- See, that's not my favorite. Uh-huh. Oh, you're insane. I want. I like smoked. You know, like hickory smoked bacon, mm-hmm. wood smoked bacon. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you about that bacon. Okay. That bacon comes from the bar menu. That's just available for the uh, bar. That's not the bacon we serve at breakfast. Oh, okay. But yeah. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna freak you guys a little bit out like, to be like, what the heck? <laughs> what the freak with that, that yeah, bacon? Yeah. You know? Uh, and yeah, that's the bacon we serve on the bar well, menu. I loved it. He doesn't like it, but no, it's no, literally it's taking no, no, the no. two. You didn't let me finish. It's not that I don't like it. It's not what I want with breakfast. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it tastes it tasted great, mm-hmm. but when I have breakfast, I want wood smoked bacon. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what we have here. Yeah, yeah. I think you took the two best things in the world and put them together, and I sugar would, and bacon. I would eat, I would eat it for the rest <laughs> of my life. That's what I do. Okay, so people come to the Carnegie Public House now. They're going to come for lunch. Yeah, S- signature kind of hard. You got a pretty big menu. Mm-hmm. You got pizzas. You got sandwiches. What, what, and the pizzas are great for one like one person. They're just the right size. Uh, so, but what? So, what do you think? What do you? What's what's your signature there? You think? Um, my signature dishes will be the margarita pizza, which is classic Italian, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. really light and simple for breakfast. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, or chicken club sandwich. Chicken club. Chicken club sandwich. Huh. Okay. House made focaccia, pesto aioli. Applewood, smoked bacon, mm. grilled chicken, provolone, tomatoes, lettuce, and avocado. Yeah, the bacon. No, I had a I had a half a cob salad, mm-hmm. and the bacon on the cob. Good. Very good, good bacon. Thank you. Okay, so and then uh, dinner. I didn't really have a chance to look at the dinner menu. What what's the range of stuff that you do? You do steaks. What do you what do you do? You do hamburgers, I would assume. Actually, I I think dinner time either pizzas and steaks. Steaks are a big hit at nighttime. Burgers, mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind? Of, so, what kind of steaks do you do? Uh, we have a nice filet mignon, mm-hmm. six ounces filet with our mashed potatoes, seasonal veggies, and mm-hmm. our own nice demi glaze sauce, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, a f- and you can't go wrong with a full bar. Right. It's that's that's a must, mm-hmm. I think. So you can have a cocktail. Uh, you can have a nice dinner here. It's uh, what time do you close at night? We close on Monday through Thursday. We'll close at ten o'clock, yeah. and on the weekends at ten thirty. Ten thirty. This is a big job. Now you're the executive chef. Yes, sir. Uh, Neza, uh, is that short for anything, or is that? It's not a name I'm familiar with. Uh, it? Yeah, it's a really like an Aztec name. It's an Aztec. Oh, name. really? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a but it's a big job. Being so, but you don't have to be here all that time. You have to have a good. Staff, where you, uh-huh. you can come in and go. No, don't, don't, don't do it that way. And right, yeah, yeah or do yeah. it that way. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where's your? What's your background? Where? Where? Um, how did you learn to do all of this? I started working as a dishwasher in a huge hotel here in Salt Lake. Then I kind of fell in love with cooking. Yeah. Then they fired me up from that place. <laughs> then I worked to do dishes in a different place, mm-hmm. and I started moving uh, from dishwasher to peeled potatoes. Then I start doing, you know, some cooking some pasta, mm-hmm. making some desserts. And then I move on in the kitchen until I start managing the kitchen. And I decide to go to school and graduate with a culinary degree. Then so where'd you go? Uh, to the Salt Lake Community College. Oh, yeah, they have a, uh, have a, good, a good program. They yeah. have a good program. Mm-hmm. And from there, I mean, I work, in a, I work at Walter's Hosteria. 
Oh, yeah. I work at Cochina Toscana. I work at Cafe Trio. Mm -hmm. And uh, I work in a steakhouse in Leiden also. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So basically, you know, kind of Italian-American. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you, you, I, it seems to me like you got it down. Yeah. <laughs> when you were growing up, uh, a little kid in uh, what, uh, in uh, Zacatecas, did you ever dream that you would come to America and be a chef? No. No. Not at all. What would you want to be when you were a little kid growing up? Mm, Cowboy? <laughs> no, I was more like a soccer player. Oh, you yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. Nothing like, you know, soccer mm -hmm. player. Then I get a, to be a teenager and my mind went crazy then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that just happens. <laughs> that uh, happens. And when did you come to America? 2012. No, 2002. 2002. 2002. And, uh, I, and, and did you come right to Salt Lake? Did you have family here? I relatives? have family here. Yeah, relatives here. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it, I think it's our gain and Mexico's loss mm. that you've come here, uh, and, are, uh, being, and is this your first kind of really, this is your first, the, the kitchen is yours. First um, one? maybe my third time. Third time. Third time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, based on what I tasted, you got it down. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, and, and it's a nice atmosphere too. I think, uh, hospitable, pleasant, mm -hmm. nice place to be, uh, in the Piri hotel, um, uh, and it's great you, you got you, you kind of got a built-in audience with guests who stay in the hotel too. Right. right. Yeah. They need some place to come. What time are you open for breakfast? Six thirty in the morning. Six thirty. Mm -hmm. It's the Carnegie Public House. Oh, I guess I should ask you one other thing about desserts. Mm. Oh, we had cheesecakes too. Cheesecakes. Oh yeah, morning. yeah. I don't those cheesecakes. Yeah, those yeah, little mean. cheesecakes, really tasty. Mm -hmm. You make those? Yep. Really? We make everything in-house. Like, the only thing we buy that is already made is the salt. <laughs> so haven't found the recipe wow. to create salt. No. But if I found it, if I found that recipe, then I will make my own salt. Okay. Uh, so, um, the, and the French fries are great, too. Is there a secret to those? No, just, um, just add a lot of Parmesan, Italian parsley, and a little bit of salt. Yeah, that give a nice kick to those. Yeah, they're very fries. nice. Congratulations! You, uh, I mean, it's kind of like doing a show, mm -hmm. uh, and 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 uh, you you would get a standing ovation from us. Thank you. It's very good. Uh, Neza Prieto. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The head chef at Carnegie Public House here in the Piri Hotel. Uh, thanks for feeding us, and thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Time rolls on and youth is gone And you can't straighten up when you bend But stiff back or stiff knees You stand straight at Tiffany's Diamonds are a girl's best friend I don't mean rhinestones Diamonds, 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 diamonds Broadway Media Podcast Network.